Hello and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast. Today we are having a conversation with Jared Lasky and Luke Clausen. Jared has his own podcast called Adventures in the Spirit, and Luke Clausen is actually my relative and a really great friend of mine. So today we cover topics such as abortion and related current events surrounding that. This conversation was about a total of 40 minutes, so I split it in half, and today will be around 20 minutes, and then tomorrow will be around 20 minutes as well. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. Hello, everybody. I'm Luke Clausen. I'm a good family friend of Levi's. Um, I'm 22 years old. I just graduated college. and Yeah, I'm excited to be here and have a discussion. Well, congratulations on graduating. I know you probably got some really cool cards for that all i ever wanted from graduation is some money yep. <laughs> that's all any college student or high school student needs but guys this is a, a discussion between the generations i represent generation x levi and luke represent gen z so um because you know all the the bible is intergenerational generations need to be learning from each other honoring one another so i i honor gen z i honor gen x i honor, honor the generations ahead of me the boomers uh you know uh the greatest generation i i just saw today that one of the greatest generation the oldest medal of honor recipient passed away today uh the oldest you know wow what, what an incredible story that he's got but um Let's jump in. Let's talk about what is in the news. So what are some questions you guys may have about the news lately is there's been some really incredible things that have come down the pipeline from SCOTUS, from the Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah, that's uh, I'll go ahead and start. Sorry, Levi, but um, yeah, I, I, I thought that might be a, a big topic today was uh, abortion, Supreme Court ruling. And I think the place I'll start is a lot of the people on on one side of the issue their issue isn't with the issue of life it's with the issue of the government telling these girls what they can or can't do with their body and i guess to phrase that in more of a question is like from a religious point of view how do you address that side of the abortion discussion yeah that's a great question and i i understand where people are coming from but in Christianity, we honor and value life. And what we see is even in the Psalms, it talks about how God formed us and knit us together in our mother's womb. Uh, he knew us before we were even born. Uh, so we need to honor and revere life. And life was created by God in the Garden of Eden. He created Adam and Eve. He gave the dominion mandate to Adam and Eve to uh be fruitful, to multiply, have an incredible marriage, really, I'm paraphrasing that, uh, but to have children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. But a strategy that we see of the enemy is killing babies. I know we mentioned that on, I think, the first episode of Fireborn Generations, but the enemy doesn't do anything new. Whenever there is, well, we see our patterns in the Bible, whenever there's someone who is coming to be a deliverer, like Moses, you know, the enemy knows what's coming and the enemy doesn't like it. So to prevent the birth of Moses, which freed the Israelites uh, from slavery, from captivity in Egypt, the enemy wanted to kill the babies in the womb and up to two years old. And that's what we're seeing right now. For some reason, the dialogue has changed to even infanticide, even in California. A few months ago, they just passed a bill saying that you could kill a baby up to, I think, 28 days old. 
That is tragic. This is just eugenics uh, repackaged, okay? And eugenics is from an evolutionary thought uh, processing, which doesn't value life when it minimizes humankind, not as the image of God, which in Christianity, we believe we're created in the image of God, but through an evolutionary process of we think we're, we've evolved from animals or from a one cell amoeba, then we don't value life. So honestly, it's the wrong thinking uh, and it's unbiblical. But back to the patterns that we see in the Bible, when Jesus was born, what did the enemy do? He sent the Romans to go kill the babies and the pregnant women. So these are patterns that we see. So Christians need to stand for life. Uh, make a long story short, you know, that's what the Bible shows. Uh, I don't think the question, so really that's solid. You know, the scripture is solid. But when it comes to, right now it's all politicized. But in God's honest truth, the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court decision, was was just and it's legal uh, as we see Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she'd said that the decision for Roe v. Wade uh, was poorly written, even though that was like 40 or 50 years ago approved, but it is not a constitutional right. If we read the U.S. Constitution the Bill of, with the Bill of Rights uh, and the U.S. Constitution, um, there is no constitutional right for abortion. And the terminology abortion is really... Um, trying to be a politically correct word for uh, murder. It's legal murder, and it's tragic. It's unfortunate. Uh, if there's anybody who's ever had an abortion, you know, um, I, I pray for you. I bless you. You know, people uh, are traumatized from these things. Um, there are better options out there. There are planned. Uh, there are pregnancy centers that help people. There are people willing to adopt. And right now for the church, I think it's the greatest opportunity for us to shine the light and adopt tens of thousands of babies and raise them in the, the word of the Lord. So I hope that answers your question, Luke. That was a great question, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think you said it well, how through all the politicizing of this and the messiness of the discussion, it really just comes down to to the answer is life and that's how it should be addressed and that's how it should be treated. Yeah. But also it comes, it's just being sent back to the States. So it's up to the States and it's up to the voters right. to decide. So if people don't like the decision, we live in the United States of America currently. Uh, and if you don't like the decision, then move, you know, uh, it's a free country. So yeah, Levi. So where do you think, um, the pro-lifers should go now like this this is a big event but we should keep fighting well i think that we should keep fighting for completely no abortion so where do you think that is the next move for the people well i think the next move is to continue to pray uh and tell people that life is precious show them what the scripture has to say about it and, and continue to make a stand um, sure, some people will try to say, well, what about this scenario or that scenario? There is no justification for it. None. We've got the medical, like, say if it endangers someone's life. Okay, we have the medical. There, there are babies that are like weeks old, born, you know, premature, that live, live, right? Uh, and there are incredible stories of people who um, survived an abortion. I mean, I've got a, a story of seeing a, a, how a, an abortion was reversed. Uh, my, my mom had led a young lady to Jesus, and I was part of the, the process there. And I, 
I I'd explained to my mom what the Holy Spirit showed me in that situation. And, you know, um, they, they were able to go to, cause you, it's not just you walk into a clinic. It's that you actually have a process and you take, uh, this chemical, you show up 24 hours later, you know, so it's all, it's a long process or, um, but it's able to be reversed even. So that young baby that was born was named Grace. That family came to Jesus and that baby was, was named Grace and is a testimony of, of the power of God. So, you know, Christians need to continue what they're doing uh, because uh, political forces, you know, um, will continue to try to find loopholes and, you know, some crazy ideas, you know, just you know, all that stuff, but Christians need to continue to make a stand and not give up the fight, uh, ever, you know, but continue, continue to rally. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll touch again on the political state of, the, of, you know, where we're at right now, since that's kind of what we're in. Um, I think you guys have touched on this before in this conversation you've had, but I think it's important to talk about again, like how involved do you think as Christians, we should be in politics. Like, obviously, there's a lot, a lot of talk going on. It goes in waves. But right now, with politics and you know the recession, that kind of thing, elections coming up, like how how important of a role do you think Christians should play, and how active should they be in that conversation? Yeah, Levi, what do you think, bro? Well, I think that um, it comes to a point where we can't really do much about it. But I think bottom line. Well, I think that I'm a little, uh, yeah, maybe I don't care a whole lot about politics, but I see it as no matter who is in charge, um, we just need to trust that God put them in place and that he has a bigger plan for us. And that's kind of, that's kind of how I see like, uh, the Biden administration. I, I don't agree with a whole lot of things, but bottom line, I just know that God has a bigger plan. And I always have these thoughts in my mind of what I want to do and what I want, but things just never go that way. So when I think about politics, I think that's the same thing for what I think in my mind. But what do you think about it? Well, as I mentioned before, I think Christians need to be involved in every sphere of society. People need to be obedient to the scripture and to the voice of God. If God calls you to be a lawyer, a journalist, uh, the next president of the United States, the senator, you name it, you know, the school board. If God calls you to it, then get involved. Parents need to be involved of, of uh, on public school boards. The voices need to be heard, not censored. Okay. We live in the United States of America. We have freedom of speech. We have more freedoms than most countries that I've been to. I'm an Iraq and Afghanistan veteran and former Mil pr private military contractor, you know, I've fought for people's rights. Uh, I fought for my rights, you know, um, I've been called by the government to go as a, as a Marine and you know, even as a contractor, right? So Christians need to be involved in all spheres of society, you know, making an influence, uh, even on the, the, the front lines, God used me to interpret dreams. You know, that's a spiritual gift that God gives in the scripture. Uh, infantry men that I worked with would have prophetic dreams, and I saw um, people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So God, God works anywhere and everywhere. You know, He works all things together for His good, His will, right? That's what the Scripture tells us. So 
Christians need to be involved in every sphere of society as long as it doesn't contradict uh, what the scripture has to say. I mean, you know, um, they need to be involved in the movie industry, you name it, anywhere and everywhere, and run for office uh, as, as long as we're free. And uh, in my mind, we're going to stay free. Amen. And the best way to do that is continue to pray, but also uh, let your voice be heard, you know, get involved, vote. You know, um, make sure that voting is is has got the proper transparency, doing everything correctly, you know, because there's some shady stuff out there in the world, man. You know, um, there are people that that do nefarious things, but I know that ultimately Jesus has already won because of the cross. He's already won. And politics have changed over the years. Politics were different in Jesus day in, in Israel. Politics have been different for you know, we, we live in the United States of America, you know, um, but right now, you know, people have, they're greedy, and that's just what we see throughout history, but the church has always been there. If there is persecution to come, Christians need to continue to be a voice. We'll see who are the true disciples of Jesus and who are not. You know, those who are not will fall away, but those who are true will, will continue to stand, and even if, you know, we've seen throughout history Christians you know, surrendering into slavery and preaching the, the the gospel, sharing their food with people, leading people to Jesus, doing great things despite the darkness. So um, with all that being said, Christians need to continue to uh, stand for the biblical principles. And that's really what it is, biblical principles, and be involved in all offices of government, in every sphere of society, and live righteously, making the, the wisest and smartest decisions. Okay, thank you for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We will continue this conversation tomorrow. Have a great day, and God bless.